I have for the last seven years been in an on and off again relationship with a woman who I am in love with. And every time we break up, it's because she cannot give me the kind of commitment that I want, but I want to move into something more serious. Recently, I decided I can't accept the limits. And I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna date other people. I'm 44, I wanna, I wanna partner. And the first person I matched with was this incredible woman. She is single, she is looking for a partner, she's smart, she is gorgeous. And, you know, I like her. However, I want her to like me less. I keep doing things to ask her to be a little more unavailable. I'm like, why don't you date other people? Because I know if she dates other people, I'm going to be more attracted to her. And I don't know what is wrong with me. I'm 44. I've been married and divorced. I've been in almost 20 relationships, and I am tired. There is something here that needs to be addressed. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Solaray, a brand of supplements I use myself. Solaray has a new line of women's supplement called Her Life Stages, and it includes a powerful solution for postmenopause. Her Life Stages Postmenopause is a doctor-formulated supplement to help you with lingering hot flashes, night sweats, mood, sleep, weight loss, and cognitive health. Visit solaray.com and use code ESTER20 to save 20% on this and any stages formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, and this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode of Where Should We Begin is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Get your quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, it's Esther. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. And uh, shall we take a deep breath? You know, I listened very attentively to your question. There was a lot of sadness and a lot of pain and a lot of confusion in your question. Here's how I understood it. I find myself stuck in relationships 
where I have to fight for crumbs or fight to be loved or fight to be wanted. And when love is given to me generously, freely, I can't take it. I can't receive it. Yeah. Um, God, that's hard to hear. Mm-hmm. Does that summarize it? Because it's not the way you said it. It's the way I heard it. Um, it is. I think it ex- it explains why it's so painful. Um, I don't like to think of myself that way, but that is that is the behavior. Give me some context to this dilemma. Uh, well, as long as I have known what it is to desire somebody, to, to love someone, to have a crush on someone, all of the people I wanted, I couldn't have. And it started as a small girl. I knew I was gay from a very young age. And... I've always had crushes on girls and then women and they were always straight and I was gay and I knew I couldn't have them. And so I wanted them as friends and I would just sort of like pursue friendship and I would take whatever I could get. I mean, that's, that's how I was in middle school. It's how I was in high school. And so I have always loved loving other women and that I think has just followed me into adulthood. The way that I get excited about somebody is like wanting to have them. Um, that's what loving looks like to me, is pursuing and getting. And not getting. Sure. Wanting to get, but not getting. Mostly. Right. So you've told me what one facet of your experience of loving is. How would you describe your experience of being loved? In relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, I... S- <laughs> you seem surprised by the question. You're so busy with the other side. Right. My pursuing, right. my making you love me, my making you want me, my extracting is from you. That when I ask you what's the experience of being loved, which you have been plenty, but unable to receive. Um, I think maybe just because I don't, I don't think about Yeah, I don't think about how weird that. is that? That is weird. <laughs> that is weird. I think about it when I'm single and I'm like, what do I want? Who do I want? I want somebody who's going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, but when I think back to the relationships with people that I was like in love with, I don't remember feeling like the best parts of it were about you know, me being loved by them. It was like about me getting to be with them, which is wild. And, and, and in fact, I'm a little uncomfortable with 
the situation I'm in right now, which is that there is a woman who likes me very much and who I like very much and who like on paper and in real life is amazing. And she tells me she's attracted to me. She tells me she likes my mind. She likes the things about me that I like about me. We laugh. We have so much in common. But when she tells me that I'm so beautiful or that I'm so smart, it makes me uncomfortable. And I tell her, I really wish you wouldn't say that so much. <laughs> so you tell her, I wish you wouldn't say this so much. And I would tell you, I wish you may ask yourself, what is it about the vulnerability of being chosen, of being given to, that makes me so scared and cringe? When I'm pursuing and not getting, I don't really feel that vulnerability. I'm in a fight. I'm going to get. I'm going to win. I'm striving. When we are striving, we feel stronger, so to speak. When we are receiving, there is a form of surrender. It gives power to the other person on some level. Yeah. The question is maybe less, why do I keep pursuing people who are unavailable? And maybe more for a change, why is it so hard for me to receive from the people who choose me? And I devalue them. There must be something missing with you because otherwise I would want it. But no, I don't want it. It has nothing to do with the other person. Right. And you know some of this already, right? Um, when you put it like that, yes. I have this like really crude way of thinking about people who are affectionate and loving and want to give to me, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And it's that like something's wrong with them, and I have like contempt for it. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. And you're right. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Solaray. If you've been listening recently, you've heard me talk about a new line of women's supplement from Solaray, a brand I use myself. And what I like about Solaray is that their products are backed by science and they're made without any hormones or soy, so I know what I'm putting in my body. Their new line is called Her Life Stages, and among other things, it includes a powerful solution for postmenopause. Once we've hit menopause, we begin to experience different, unique health concerns. Hot flashes and night sweats can linger, your mood and sleep habits change, and your weight and cognitive health can be affected. Her Life Stages Postmenopause is a doctor-formulated solution that provides support for all of this. This formula includes clinically-backed ingredients that have been specifically studied for the postmenopause phase, ingredients like resveratrol and saffron. Visit solaray.com and use code ESTHER20 to save 20% on this and any other stages formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. 
The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Support for Where Should We Begin comes from Masterclass. Your mind deserves as much care and attention as your work or your relationships, but many of us neglect to care for our intellectual well-being. Learning a new skill is a great way to nourish your mind, and Masterclass makes it easy to study with genius-level instructors from every industry. A Masterclass subscription unlocks an entire world of possibility with unlimited one-on-one -on -one classes that you can access at home or on the go. Masterclass offers more than 200 different courses taught by world-class instructors like Ron Howard and Lewis Hamilton. You'll also find a class that I taught about relational intelligence. My course combines a conceptual framework with practical skills to strengthen your relationships by focusing on communication, conflict resolution, and empathic listening. We all live in relationships, and so this is suited for all of us lifelong learners. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash begin. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash begin. masterclass.com slash begin. Tell me something about the world that you grew up in. Because this is old. Um, and you can cry as much as you need. Okay. You know, I grew up, I grew up in a house um, with two with parents that, you know, loved each other, but were very different and very busy. Different how? My mother met my father doing her uh, PhD in the Caribbean and studying his community and um, moved back to New York um, after years living there with him. And he's not from, he's not from here. They are an interracial couple? They're interracial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interracial, inter intercultural. They have different educational backgrounds. And uh, they raised me and my brother in New York City with no other family around. It was just them. And being in a home with a father who was navigating being an immigrant in a country that's unfamiliar to him with like no people. And then this very educated white woman who like goes off to work and works all the time. You know, he retreated into social spaces and not being home. I just remember growing up and like wanting attention <laughs> and I got bullied and picked on in school. I would go to my parents and I would tell them and my mother would say, ignore it. My father would say, you know, beat them up. You know, you're big. It just felt like not seen. And then I had this secret where I was, I knew I was gay. You know, I, I, I got so excited when I had crushes on girls at school because that was a place I just, I don't know, I felt good in those crushes. I felt excited. I remember being like, oh, I'm going to see this one on Friday and I'm going to see this one on Tuesday. And like, I lived for that. When you had crushes, you felt seen because you saw yourself? I enjoyed having crushes. Like I really mm -hmm. felt. But what about it? 
I know, but what about it? Oh, I just loved how much I loved these girls. Because a crush is an experience of insatiability. So you could play mm -hmm. with the very experience that usually would be hurtful. Mm. Yeah. I remember thinking that there were little wins that I could get. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to like make little collages and put them all over the school I went to so that the girl I had a crush on could see them. And if she, you know, somebody came up to her and was like, gosh, you know, she's putting all of these things up for you. You know, it made her feel special. It would make me feel special that I made her feel special. It was like a mm -hmm, win, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, yes, yeah, I was staging what I wanted and didn't have in a beautiful plot line called A Crush. And I've had crushes into my 40s. There are adult versions of the same little crushes, but when I focus on someone and I obsess and I build up and I fantasize, that's a mechanism that I've put in place. But it still doesn't answer the other side of the equation. When somebody has a crush on me. Ugh. I don't like it. Yeah, but what's the ach? It's just, it's like cringe. I don't, I, I mean, it sounds mm -hmm. wild. Because I, in theory, like I, I like myself. I think I'm worthy. I think I'm attractive and interesting and smart and funny. But like if somebody just on their own accord likes me, not because I convinced them. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe them. Say more. You know what I think it is? I think it's that I think it's about them and not me. And uh, maybe that's because that's how I am with other people. It's not really about these girls. Like, they can change. These women change. Their faces and names change. I enjoy the pursuit of them. And maybe it's that I think that that's what these women are doing with me. It's that it's not really about me. But I want it so bad. There's this woman who... I know she likes me. I know. And I, and I know why she likes me. But that's not the same as when you say, I don't really believe that she does. And this word, I don't believe, means something else. I guess it's that I don't believe it. She could... I don't know why it's so difficult to, like, say this, but I just don't believe she could, like, that I... That I'm truly lovable, desirable, wantable, chosen, and that I internalized something way back when, partly with my parents, partly in my community, partly in school, partly in being gay, 
I know what I mean when I say, in theory, I know I am. But in theory usually means I don't really internalize it. I don't believe it inside of me. So what? Do, That's the cringe. What yeah. do you do? At first, <laughs> you know, my my thought often when we have a new thought, the first thing we do is we sit with it. That's plenty. You've just done plenty, because you've actually allowed yourself to ask the question from the other side of where you typically place yourself because it's been easier, more comfortable, less scary. Yeah. So what do I do? I sit with this for a minute. Because I've just opened the blinds on a whole new vista of my 20-year dating life. Oh, that's that's kind of painful. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. And a unique opportunity. Yeah. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. And it, you know, it relates to the way I behave in other aspects of my life and other areas of my life. So um, there's a lot of shame and self-loathing and stuff. I just, I, I didn't think it lived here. <laughs> I didn't think it lived here. Uh, what did you just see? With your eyes closed, you just saw something. <sighs> mm. Oh. Yeah. to be a 40 something black gay woman and to realize that I have a lot of like self shame and self-loathing and and that I don't really like 
believe that I'm lovable. That's really hard because I try and tell myself every day, like, in spite of the world and in spite of these things, like, I am, I am powerful and I am strong and I am good and I deserve. And so to sit with, I guess, like the basic vulnerability and humanity that everybody experiences <laughs> is just difficult. I just, I don't want to believe that, but, uh, <sighs> and I am honored that you can share this with me. Well, I'll tell you this. The only reason I did this was because I wanted to know what you would say. So thank you. And now that I have? Now that you have, I, I have to sit with it. It means, like, facing things that I've always known that I have to do in terms of, like, being with myself and not escaping. Because I think part of the desire and the crushes and all of that is, like, a way of, like, turning away from myself. So now I have to do that work. So I'm going to add something. You know, we sometimes think you know yourself better than anybody else. I think in your case, that may not be the truth. I think that there are people around you that see you and know you more than you allow yourself. Yeah. I think that's true. And so in this moment where you find yourself stuck in a pattern of repeating and going back to a relationship that is continuously reinforcing the worst fears and confirming them, I think that the choice there needs to be clear. And your challenge is to actually allow yourself the inner battle of being loved and chosen and seen and desired. It's kind of an offer you can't refuse. You know? <laughs> it's not a torture program. Yeah. It's not an easy thing, but it is absolutely not an impossible thing either. Right. So I'm going to stop making speeches about how I am qualified, talented, competent. Uh, I mean, speeches that I absolutely don't internalize. I don't feel them. So that's why I keep repeating them. I'm going to drop inch by inch, allow myself to deepen my connection with this woman. With, 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 In with real this time. one, me? With the, one, the one who chooses, chooses you. Me. No, no, with, yes, we are both. <laughs> the one who chooses you is also, it happens to be a particular person, but it also is you. Yes, yes, exactly. You heard it very well. 
it's a parallel process. The more I choose me, the more I let you choose me, and the more I let you choose me, and the more I accept mm. choosing myself. It's an exercise in self-acceptance. Wow. Does this land on you? Heavy and, how? and big and all over the place and messy and... But I don't feel bad. I don't... I feel hopeful. And I feel like I have to sort of change the narrative about who I am and, like, practice being that woman. Because the woman who I say I am would always choose the woman who would love me. That's right. Will you write to me? I will. And let me know where you take all of this? I will. Thank you so much, okay. Esther. I look forward to reading it. This was an Esther calling, a one-time intervention phone call recorded remotely from two points somewhere in the world. If you have a question you'd like to explore with Esther, it could be answered in a 40 or 50 minute phone call. Send her a voice message and Esther might just call you. Send your question to producer at estherperel.com. Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel is produced by Magnificent Noise. We're part of the Vox Media Podcast Network in partnership with New York Magazine and The Cut. Our production staff includes Eric Newsom, Eva Walchover, Destry Sibley, Huete Gatana, Sabrina Farhi, Eleanor Kagan, Kristen Muller, and Julian App. Original music and additional production by Paul Schneider. And the executive producers of Where Should We Begin are Esther Perel and Jesse Baker. We'd also like to thank Courtney Hamilton, Mary Alice Miller, Jen Marler, and Jack Saul.